Welcome to the conversation at airsafe.com. I'm your host, Todd Curtis. This episode features two interviews from the BBC radio show Newsday from July 25, 2014. In the days prior to this interview, there were three airliners that crashed with loss of life, including Malaysia Airlines MH17 in Ukraine, as well as the loss of two other airliners, one in Asia and one in Africa. In the first interview, I discussed one of my findings that in the previous 19 years, there have been 25 occasions where there were three or more airliner crashes or other serious aviation events where there are fewer than 10 days between the events. And now it's been a terrible few weeks for the aviation industry. The shooting down of a passenger airliner over eastern Ukraine, a plane crash in Taiwan, followed by another now in northern Mali. And not forgetting, of course, the continued mystery over the disappearance four months ago of Malaysia Airways flight MH370. Yet we continue to be told that flying is one of the safest modes of travel. So is this just a, a terrible blip, a statistical anomaly? Or should that safety record now be called into question? And uh, are there any lessons to be from all these tragedies. Uh, let's speak to Dr. Todd Curtis, founder of the air safety and security website, airsafe.com. I mean, first of all, I mean, is, I don't know if there's an, there's an unprecedented series of air tragedies, but it certainly looks like that to a lot of people. Have, have you known anything like this before? Well, actually, I wrote uh, several articles over the years, one which I updated today that addressed that very question. In fact, the general question, well, gee, do plane crashes happen in threes? And depending on how you define it, and I define it as a very significant aviation event happening within a 10-day interval and happening uh, at least three in a row. In the last 19 years, it's happened 25 times where there's been a string of three or more events uh, seemingly in close proximity. And this is, this is one of them. With a combination of passenger airlines and other prominent events, for example, um, the, in 2009, there was the event where the aircraft landed on the Hudson River. Uh, it was a passenger airliner. No one was killed, but that, of course, generated worldwide attention. And on occasion, there are things like, for example, uh, the crash of the plane uh, carrying the Polish president. Not a regular passenger plane, but something that would be very significant in the, in the aviation world. The thing is, you've got the statistics, and I think they tend to show that air travel is definitely something very safe. It is much safer, for example, than you know taking your car and driving. And yet there's public perception. That's something completely different. And public perception is certainly saying at the moment, you know, who wants to fly? Do you want to fly? Do you want to take that risk? Well, there are two very key concepts, very closely related, risk and safety. A risk is something you can objectively measure. You can come, with the def come up with a definition saying, well, how many accidents per million flights? That's a numerical measure. It's objective. But the acceptance of risk uh, and the public perception of risk is the safety side of things. It doesn't matter if it's one in a million or one in a billion. If the general public thinks it's too many, then it's an unsafe condition. Dr. Curtis, very simple question. With all your sort of experience and, and issues you're writing about. Do you ever get nervous? Do you ever worry when you step onto a plane? Oh, I do. I, I'm like any other normal human being. There's some things that uh, make me nervous and make me worried. Personally, it's a question of control. I'd rather be in the cockpit where I know what's going on. If I knew what was happening, even if things weren't exactly uh, in, a, in a perfect condition, I'd rather have that situation than being a regular passenger. That is, I sort of get the information secondhand, if at all. But I don't get afraid because I think the airplane might crash or anything like that because having been in the business for quite some time, even being, been in on the design of the 777 when I was at Boeing, I know that it's been decades 
of, of aviation experience that, that goes into every aircraft model. Lessons learned the hard way over the years that make flying today safer. Okay, Todd Curtis of airsafe.com. In a second interview, we focus on a crash that occurred shortly before the interview, that of an Air Algeria MD-80 series aircraft that was on a flight in West Africa. You are listening to Newsday from the BBC World Service. The time here in London is 6.18am in Kemafejika and Nula McGovern with you. Well, another story that we're following closely, the wreck of a plane that disappeared with 116 people on board from the, flying from Burkina Faso to Algiers and has been found in Mali. Let's speak now to Dr. Todd Curtis, an aviation safety expert in Seattle. You're very welcome to the programme. Doctor, can you tell us what you understand and what happened here? Well, it appears that the aircraft, uh, shortly after takeoff, roughly an hour after takeoff, uh, had a change of course, possibly due to weather, and contact was lost shortly after that. And just in the last few hours, the wreckage has actually been found on the ground in Mali. So beyond that, it's hard to say what happened to the aircraft. So still no ideas. Do you think it will be found out? I mean, we've had so many plane crashes in the news over the past uh, few weeks, months, really, I suppose, between MH370 and also MH17. Do you think they'll be able to get to the truth of the matter? I think they will because they have found the wreckage itself, and that always has quite a few clues. The real question here is whether or not there will be uh, black box information that's intact and that can be analyzed. And it's unclear who will be doing that analysis. Um, uh, Dr. Dr. Curtis, there, there was talk about a storm in the area and, and, and talk of lightning. Is that a, a possibility? Is that the kind of thing that can bring a plane of that sort down? Well, certainly uh, if a severe thunderstorm, if an aircraft enters a severe thunderstorm, the possibility exists that it could be overtaken by uh, strong updrafts and the like. But the modern airliner has all sorts of equipment, including onboard weather radar, that allows it to easily uh, avoid the most severe thunderstorms. Because I think one of the, the reports which we saw was the, um, the pilot asking um, to divert slightly from its original path because of the thunderstorm. And that's a fairly common occurrence. Uh, air traffic control wants the aircraft to be on a particular route, and it's common courtesy for the uh, aircraft to request permission to divert. Now, should they not been able to contact air traffic control, the crew can always take whatever actions necessary to keep the plane safe. Dr. Todd Curtis, thank you very much for that update. More information on the crash of MH17, please visit 777.airsafe.com. To see the articles I wrote about frequent air crashes in a short period of time, please visit airsafenews.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.